How you doing there? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're studying Daf Memches, Daf 48 of Mesech to Yavamis. Friends, we're continuing talking about, uh, um, well, um, uh, well, related to kind of the conversion stuff that we were talking about yesterday. So now we talk about um, Avodim and uh, things like that. So uh, friends, let's, uh, Evid Kanani is becoming Yidin, right? Because we had said yesterday, that, you know, just like uh, a, a proselyte goes to the mikveh, so also a um, Canaanite slave, when he becomes free and he becomes a yid, so he goes to the mikveh. Says the Gemara, on Dafmem Zayin Omud Beis, on the first of the wide lines towards the bottom, Echod Gebe Echod Eben Meshuchur. So, we, as I mentioned a minute ago, we had said yesterday, um that um, in the context we were talking about going to the mikveh, we said both by a uh, proselyte as well as by a Canaanite slave who is being freed and is becoming a yid. So it you mind to say that what does it mean a pros- right, both by a proselyte and by uh, a freed Canaanite uh, slave? So to accept upon themselves the yoke of mitzvahs. Right, that just like a proselyte needs to accept upon himself the yoke of mitzvahs, so also a Canaanite slave who's now being freed and becoming a yid has to accept upon himself the yoke of mitzvahs. Viramini, but we have a kasha. When do we say that uh, they have to accept upon themselves the yoke of mitzvahs? Beger, only a proselyte of al but by a um, Canaanite slave who is being freed, he does not have to accept upon himself um, the yoke of mitzvahs. So if Sheshis says, well, this is not a problem. Yesterday's b'risa that says that um, both by a proselyte as well as by a Canaanite slave who is freed, um, they have to accept upon themselves the yoke of mitzvahs. So that's the opinion of the rabbis. And the b'risa over here which says that a um, Canaanite slave um, does not uh, need to accept upon himself the yoke of mitzvahs. That is Reb Shimon ben Elazar. The Tanis will learn the that it says by the Eishes Yifas Toyar that if you go to war and uh, you find uh, a a and a man finds a woman that he would like to marry from the nation that they are plundering, so. There's a there's a there's a thing he can do that he can marry her. So Vachsos Aviv Asim of Gomer she has to cry for her mother and her father for a month. When does she do this? If she didn't accept upon herself to convert, but if she accepts upon herself earlier than a month to convert to Judaism, so then so then she can convert immediately. Says Rabshim ben Elazar, even if she does not accept upon herself to convert to Judaism, Kofa, we force her, and we force her to uh, uh, go into the mikveh to become a uh, Canaanite uh, uh, maidservant. And then, once he makes her his Canaanite slave, uh, slave maidservant person, so then he can put her in the mikveh again to be freed, and now she is free, and then he can marry her immediately. 
So, so we see that according to Mishim ben Elazar, she doesn't have to accept anything upon herself. So, we could say that yesterday's Brisa, which says that both by a proselyte and by a, um, a freed Canaanite slave, um, they do need to accept the mitzvahs. So that's the opinion of the rabbis. But this Brisa, which says that a Canaanite slave who is being freed does not have to accept upon himself mitzvahs, right? He goes free and becomes yid, even if he doesn't accept upon himself mitzvahs. So that is... Uh, the opinion of Rabshim ben Elazar. Um, Rav, my time with Rabshim ben Elazar. Says Rav, how come Rabshim ben Elazar says that he does not need to accept upon himself the mitzvahs, uh, a, a Canaanite slave who goes free? The the Pazuk says, call Evid Ish Miknas Kesef. That the Pazuk says, by Korban Pesach. It says, any slave of a man uh, who was purchased with silver needs to be circumcised. In order to eat the korban pesach, and I, I believe that there was a gemara in Masechta Pesachim, I guess, that discussed milas avodov me'akvasu milecho bePesach. That in order for the for for the owner of the slave to uh, be able to eat the korban pesach, so his uh, uh, slaves have to have brismila. So, um, so the pasuk says, "Kol eved ish miknas kesef." So any slave of a man purchased with silver. What, only the slaves that belong to a man, not the slaves that belong to a woman? A slave you could circumcise against his will, even if he doesn't want it. Um, whereas a convert is not the case, meaning that let's say um, you have a fellow who converts to Judaism and He's got an adult son. We can't just force that adult son to uh, uh, get circumcised and become a yid. Whereas um, by um, a Canaanite slave, apparently, we can force him to get a circumcision. And the rabbis said in the name of Ula? What? Wait, what? How do you read this? Viatamol ben ish ba korcho verabonon. And the opinion of the rabbis, I guess, is Omer Ula, says Ula, Shimshi iatamol ben ish ba korcho, kach iatamol ever ish ba korcho. And um, so the opinion of the rabbis is that just like you cannot circumcise this son of this fellow who's converting to, converting to Judaism against his will, so also a um, slave, a Canaanite slave, you cannot circumcise against his will. Um, okay, so we see that the opinion of Shem ben Elazar is that we can for we can force him. Ve'ela hoksiv kol eved ish. So then, what do the rabbis do with this eved ish thing? Right, Shem ben Elazar is learning up from eved ish to say that um, a Canaanite slave you can um, circumcise him against his will. So, what are the rabbis who say that, no, you can't? So, what do they do with this kol eved ish, pasuk? They use it like shmuel, dom shmuel, says shmuel. A fellow who makes his uh, uh, Canaanite slave hefker, ownerless, right? He gives up his ownership of the slave. So, he goes out to freedom. And he does not need a, a document of... Um, Freedom, a, a a document attesting to his freedom. Shinemar, as the says, kesev, that any slave of a man 
who was purchased with silver, Eved Ish, below Eved Isha, what, only the slave of a man, not the slave belonging to a woman? No. Ela Eved, Sheyeshlo, Rishus, Lirabo, all of Kori Eved. No, meaning in Eved, right? Eved, Ish, like a slave by definition, has an owner. If he doesn't have an owner, he's not a slave, he's a free man. Right, so right, a, 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 a slave must belong to a person. And if the person is uh, mafkir, that slave makes the slave uh, ownerless, well then he's not a slave anymore. If his master doesn't have any uh, um, sort of uh, authority over him, then he's not a slave anymore. So that's what we learn from Eved Ish, that a fellow who um, makes his slave ownerless, his Canaanite slave ownerless, he is indeed Ownerless. So we see that according to Bishim ben Elazar, I guess the idea is that just like you can force this fellow t- to get a circumcision, so uh, you can also force him to to go to the mikveh and become a yid, regardless of if he accepts upon himself the mitzvahs. Okay, maskafler papa ber papa asakasha. Emu the shamus luhuler abonon biyfastor de lo shaycha b'mitzvahs. One second. Maybe I'll make the argument that. You know, when it comes to a yifastor, right? Right. That was that was the pasuk where the rabbi said that um, that you know, if, if she is, if she isn't into to to, to Gerus, then you wait a month. So that's where we say that uh, you wait a month, right? That if she isn't going, if she doesn't want to convert, so then you, um, so then so then you have to wait a month. But if she converts before then. You know, if she's willing to convert before then, then you, then, then, then you can do that sooner. But that's the Afka by a, uh, Aisha Sifas Tor. Deloshaycha b'mitzvahs, that she doesn't, she was never introduced to mitzvahs before. Right? She doesn't have any experience with mitzvahs. Aval evid deshaycha b'mitzvahs, but a Canaanite slave who's going free, who has been sort of this quasi-Jewish status for a while, and he's been chayev in mitzvahs, and the same level that a Jewish woman is chayev in mitzvahs. So achinami dafilu rabbanu modu. I'll say um, that in that case, even the rabbis would say that he doesn't have to accept upon himself um, the mitzvahs because he already uh, he's already familiar with the mitzvahs. He already knows about the mitzvahs. The Tanya, as we learned in the whether a proselyte, whether a fellow who purchases a Canaanite slave from a from a Gentile, so the 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 proselyte and the and and a Canaanite slave was purchased from from a Gentile. They must accept upon them themselves to do the mitzvahs. But a fellow who purchases a Canaanite slave from another yid, so in that case he does not need to accept upon himself uh, to do the mitzvahs because um, we can assume that in that case he's already familiar with the mitzvahs. So money. Who's the author of this brayse? Reb Shimon ben Elazar min. Right? If it's Rabshim ben Elazar, Rabshim ben Elazar says that a, a, a Canaanite slave never needs to accept upon himself the mitzvahs, regardless of if he was purchased from a Yid or if he was purchased from a Gentile. So, Elalav Rabbonon. Rather, it must be the opinion of the rabbis. That when, a, when he purchases from a Ovid Kochovim, so he needs to accept upon himself the mitzvahs. Avol lokech misol ain't sarich lekabel. But if he b- b- purchases this evid from a yid, so then the uh, slave does not need to re- accept upon himself 
the mitzvah's fella kasha, echad gev, echad evid meshuchur. Well, if that's the case, well then how do we understand um, that the Bryce from yesterday, it says that both by a proselyte and by a freed slave, they have to accept upon themselves the mitzvahs. So, kitanya hi, the Indian tevila tanya, that was specifically regarding to, regarding to going to the mikvah. Meaning, we were assuming up until now that what does it mean just like a, right, right, both by a proselyte as well as by a freed servant, we were assuming up until now that they both have to accept upon themselves mitzvahs. Not so. No, what, what, what it's talking about is that both by a proselyte as well by, as well by a, um, freed servant, um, they must, uh, go to the mikveh. But not necessarily that they have to accept upon themselves the mitzvahs. That she shaves her head and she does her nails. What does that mean? Rabbi means she has to cut her nails. Okay. Rabbi Akiva says she has to grow out her nails. Okay. Rabbi who says that she needs to cut her nails. He says, well, it says that right, that she has to shave her head bald. And it says, and she'll do her fingernails. Just like by the hair, it's removing the hair. So here also by the fing- by the nails, it's talking about um, removing them. Right? It says, um, you know, it discusses what she does with her head. And it also discusses what she does with her fingernails. Just like by the hair, it's uh, the idea is that she should be that she didn't she, that, that she shouldn't look particularly presentable so you're also by the fingernails it's that she shouldn't um, look particularly preventable uh, presentable and to grow out her nails and there is a proof uh, to support Rabbi Eliezer who says that it's talking about removing the nails that Mepiboshes went towards the king he did not do his feet and he did not do his mustache, it means that he didn't cut his nails, and he did not um, cut his um, mustache. So uh, that is the proof for Bidezer, who says that it's talking about cutting her nails. So by the Eishishifah's Torah, it says that she cries for her mother and her father. Means that she mamish cries for her father and her mother. Says that no, her her father and her mother is a reference to idolatry. Similarly, it says that they say to the tree, "You are my father," which is silly. Um, and it's like a, a, a an idolatry reference. Yerach yomim for uh, for a yerach yomim. What does that mean? Yerach shloshim yom, thirty days. A moon is like a thirty day cycle. Am I saying? tishim yom. Taka ninety days. How does he learn that out? Yerach shloshim. Well, a moon is thirty days. Yomim shloshim. And then when it says yomim, we learn out shloshim another thirty. Okay. Um, well, that's oh, interesting. Okay. Vachakain Shloshim. It says, and afterwards, that's another 30. So 30 and 30 and 30 is 90. What do you want me to tell you? Maskefla Ravina. Ravina says, Ema Yerach Shloshim Yom Shloshim Vachakain Kiani Kasha. So, so Ravina, he wants to, he wants to say, well, maybe Yerach is 30, um, uh, Yom is another 30, and then 
Vachakain is like, so 30 plus 30 is 60, and then times 2. So 120. Friends, let's go weiter. So Bishmol says that if a fellow has a Canaanite slave and he's uh, uncircumcised, so you can keep him, Darton. You can't keep him. But the Pasuk says, that on Chavez, the uh, son of your maidservant, i.e. a Canaanite slave, needs to rest on Chavez. And and we're going to see in a minute that that's specifically a reference to an uncircumcised Canaanite slave, and we see that he's resting in your in your uh, you know property I guess uh, in your I don't know uh, possession property I don't know um, on Shabbos. So 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 we see that right, that you can have a an uncircumcised um, Canaanite slave. All right. So Rabbi Akiva, who says that you're not allowed to have an uncircumcised Canaanite slave, so he says, well then what's the deal? So Rabbi Akiva explains that that Pasuk, which talks about this fellow uh, keeping Shabbos, which implies that you would be able to have an uncircumcised Canaanite slave. So Rabbi Akiva says, oh, that's talking about where you purchased the fellow right before Shabbos, and there was no chance to circumcise him. But that's the only exception. Uh, what do I mean to tell you? But both Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Shmuel seem to be assuming, seem to be on the same page about the fact that um, when it says Vinovish ben Amoscho, that this uh, Canaanite slave is going to rest on Shabbos, it's talking about an uncircumcised Canaanite slave. My mashma, how do we know this? The Tanya is within the price of Vinovish ben Amoscho. That um, the son of your maidservant uh, will rest. It's talking about an uncircumcised Canaanite slave. How do you know it's talking about an uncircumcised Canaanite slave? Maybe the Maish is talking about a circumcised Canaanite slave. When the Pesach says, so that your slave and your maidservant rest like you, that Pesach is talking about a circumcised Canaanite slave. So then, what do we do with the Pasuk that says that uh, the son of your maidservant will rest? That is talking about an uncircumcised slave. Canaanite slave. And when it mentions the uh, ger, it's talking about a non-Jew, like a, a resident alien, alien, I think is what it's called. It's a fellow... He's not Jewish, but he accepts the Shevet Mitzvah's Ben Enoch, and apparently, and it's unclear, some, 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 something Shayachim on Shabbos, maybe, you know, it could be that he doesn't do work for Yidin on Shabbos, or maybe there's some, some kind of something connected to Shabbos, Darton. How do you know that he's talking about a resident alien? Maybe he's talking about a, a, a proselyte. When it says, when the Postbook says, and the proselyte in your midst, that is talking about a proselyte. So what do we do with the proselyte? It says, and also the proselyte, that's talking, and also the ger. It's talking about a ger toshav, a resident alien, that he is somehow connected to Shabbos as well. Omer Bishu ben Levi, says Bishu ben Levi, 
a fellow uh, buys a, a Canaanite slave from a Gentile, and this Canaanite slave, circumcision was not for him. So you can you can wait for up to 12 uh, months. Uh, if he still hasn't uh, changed his mind, so then you sell him back to a Gentile. The rabbi said this before a puppy. Kimand lo ki Rabbi Kiva. So they said to a puppy, it sounds like this is not like Rabbi Kiva. The Rabbi Kiva Omer Rabbi Kiva says that you're not allowed to keep a, uh, a an uncircumcised Canaanite slave around. So certainly this price it can't be Rabbi Kiva because how could you, he be around for 12 months? Omer the puppy. I feel the tamer Rabbi Kiva. The puppy says you can even say to Rabbi Kiva and Emile when we say that you can't keep him around. That is where he he never indicated that he was willing to convert to Judaism, right? He never uh, indicated that he was willing to convert to, to 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 Judaism, and he refused the circumcision. So then you can't keep him around. But if at some point he had um, been amenable to conversion to Judaism and circumcision, so and then he changed his mind. Maybe he didn't quite realize what circumcision was. Akoponim, once he uh, one once he um, indicated that he was open, amenable to converting to Judaism, so we keep him around for twelve months. Amar of Kano says of Kano, Amrisa the Shmaita Kamei Dirav Zvid. I said this before. I said over the sugin before of Zvid Minado. Amar Lein said to me, Yach, if that's the case, Kamei Dirav Bekiva Belkech Eved Ben Ashmosus Lishani Le Ho. And for the Gemara Chadim Mitre Time Akomer. So Rav Zvid. Asked, right? So if Kana said he said over the sugya to Zvidminaidor, Zvidminaidor asked, he says, but one second. We had that situation with um, Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Kiva, right? Rabbi Shmuel says that you are allowed to keep around an uncircumcised Canaanite slave. Rabbi Kiva says you're not. Rabbi Shmuel then asked Rabbi Kiva, he says, what about Vinofesh ben Amoschov ve'ager, right? That uh, an uncircumcised Canaanite slave needs to rest on. Shabbos, i.e., you're allowed to have uh, an uncircumcised Canaanite slave and he needs to rest on Shabbos, to which Rabbi Kiva says that's talking about because he purchased the fellow right before Shabbos, there wasn't a, an opportunity to circumcise him. So now, Rabbi Zvid Minadah's kasha is, why did Rabbi Kiva have to answer that it's talking about where he purchased the fellow right before Shabbos? Can he just say that it's talking about um, this fellow who was initially amenable to converting to Judaism? So the Gemara answers, Look, Rabbi Kiva could have answered that. But he could have also answered that he purchased the fellow right before Shabbos. And he, you know, he just gave one of the answers. But yeah, you're right. He could have also said that uh, the fellow was amenable to it initially. Shalach Rav Mishmed Rabbi Eloi So Rav in the name of Rabbi Eloi sent Rabosai Amruli and all of my teachers I guess says Rav and said to me Mishmo in his name of a Bilai. Ezu Evid Orushmutu Lakaimo. who is a um who is an uncircumcised slave that it's permitted to keep him around Zashilakho Rabba Amanas Shlolamulo. If his master purchased him under the condition that he does not get a circumcision, so you can keep him around. Amur Rabban came to Papa. The rabbi said the the rabbis were before a Papa, and they said this to him. Kiman the local Rabbi Kiva. They said, well, this must not be like Rabbi Kiva. The Rabbi Kiva, Amin Mikaim. 
Rabbi Kiva says that you can't keep him around. And over here we're saying that if you if you purchased him under the condition that you're not going to circumcise him, then you can keep him around. Rabbi says, look, you can even say it's Rabbi Akiva Animile, Hechadulo Asni Bahadi. When we say that uh, when 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 Rabbi Akiva says that you gotta get rid of him, that's talking about where he didn't make a, a, a stipulation. But if you made a stipulation that um, you know that he's not gonna get a circumcision, so he doesn't have to get a circumcision. Omar Bkana says of Kana, Amisa the Shmaita Kamid of Zudmin Aidoyo, says of Kana that he said over the Sugya before a Zud from Naidoyo. Om the Omar Lay uh Vomar Li uh what? Omar of Kana, Amisa the Shmaita Kamid of Zudmin Aidova Omarli, and he said to me, Yahi, if that's the case, he called Rabbi Akiva Bulokiah Ebed, Bain Ashmoshus will ispik Lamulo, Lishne Lay Ho. So fact the Gimare, right? The same kash that we asked a minute ago, right? When Rabbi Akiva says to Rabbi Shmal, that um, the apostle that's talking about an uncircumcised um, um, a, a Canaanite slave on Shabbos. So that's talking about where he purchased the fellow right before Shabbos. Why don't you say it's talking about where he made a condition that the fellow wasn't going to be getting a circumcision? So the time with Lishni Lehach, to which um, we respond and say, well, yeah, but you can also, I mean, why didn't he also answer? That it's talking about where the fellow was amenable, right? We, we, we've seen that answer as well. Rather, Rabbi Kiva, there were a few answers he could have given. One was that he purchased the fellow right before uh, Shabbos began. Another option is that the fellow was initially amenable to converting to Judaism. There's also now a third option, which is that um, he made a condition that the fellow wasn't going to get a circumcision. So there are different replies, different answers. Rabbi Akiva answered that it's talking about um, where he purchased the fellow right before Shabbos, but there were other answers he could have given as well. Yosef of Chanina bar Papi, Verb Ami, Rebitzrik Nafra, I killed the Rebitzrik Nafra, Ua. So Chanina bar Papi, Verb Ami, and Rebitzrik Nafra were all sitting uh, by the, I guess, the entranceway to Rebitzrik Nafra's house, I guess. Viyasa Vikamran, they were saying, Yerach Asaisu by Tisrol, there's a certain city in Eretzisrol, Fleroso Avodea Lomu, and for whatever reason, the Canaanite slaves in that city did not want to be circumcised. Vigilgli Moimach Nimosu Chodesh, and they waited 12 months for Chazu Mucharum, Lov de Kochavim, and they then sold these fellows back to uh, Gentiles. Keman, uh, who is that like? Kiaitana, it's like the following Tana, Detanya Lokechevin, Minovi Kochavim, a fellow purchases a, um, Canaanite slave from a Gentile, the fellow did not want to get a circumcision. You can wait for 12 uh, months. If he doesn't get a circumcision by that point, he goes back to the Gentiles. You don't keep him around in Eretzisom. They have Satyrus because we're concerned that maybe he's going to touch, um, he's going to touch, right, if he, if he um, remains. A Gentile. So then, uh, if he touches like uh, um, uh, Tyrus, they become Tommy. And we don't keep him in a city that is close to the borders. Call Iker at all. Don't 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 have him there at all. Because maybe he'll hear some 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 secret security things, and he'll go and relay those messages. He'll be a spy and relay them to um, other Gentiles who may want to do harm. So if he doesn't convert to Judaism. So then we don't want to keep him in these sort of sensitive um, positions. Tanya, 
How come proselytes during uh, right nowadays um, they are like downtrodden and afflicted and bad things happen to them? Because they didn't do the seven Noahide laws, I guess, prior to their conversion. Rabbi says, wait, one second, a proselyte who converts, he's like a brand new baby. So whatever he may have done prior is irrelevant because it's like he's born on the day that he converted. So then how come they are like uh, afflicted? Because they are not experts in the um, the details of the mitzvahs like the Yidin. They don't do it out of love, rather they do it out of fear. Because they didn't jump at the Payment reward should be clear, uh, should be complete with God. That you came to take shade, and that's like that you came and you didn't wait. So I guess we want to say it's problematic if you wait to convert to Judaism. All right, what do you want me to tell you, friends? That was the memchas of Masechet Yevamis. At the beginning of the we were trying to figure out if a, uh, a Canaanite slave, when 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 he when he goes free and he becomes a yid, does he have to accept upon himself? The uh, mitzvahs or not. Shimon says, no, he doesn't. The Chacham, we wanted to say that he does have to accept upon himself. In the end, we said that maybe he doesn't. You know, if you purchase his fellow from a yid, then he wouldn't have to accept the mitzvahs upon himself. Um, okay. We saw a machlokas between Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Akiva about are you allowed to keep around an uncircumcised uh, Canaanite slave? Rabbi Akiva says, no. Rabbi Shmuel says, uh, yes. Yeah, okay, let me tell you. Friends, that was Dr. Memchesim. I hope you enjoyed. Peace out.